All right, everyone, welcome back. It's episode three already. It's learning from leaders, and I'm just happy that this guy said yes. I saw the t-shirts and apparel for this company everywhere before I even knew what the damn place was. And physically, it's a do-it-yourself motorbike shop and coffee shop. It's basically just a garage to work on motorbikes. But as a brand, they've done so much more. It represents cool, and it represents Atlanta in a way that I don't think many businesses have been able to capture. I tried to emulate and copy them all along the way because I want Oxford to represent more than just a gym too. I want it to represent a community. I want it to be a family and I want it to be cool. But what makes this episode really interesting is that from the outside, I assume just like you would that he's swimming in money, that the business is crushing it. And just like most small businesses, he's still deep in the grind. He's still working extra jobs to keep this dream going. There's this assumption that at some point you've made it. And that's not real when you run your own business because you have to keep leveling up. You have to keep going to the next level. You have to keep pushing for more if you want this company to grow. So if you're trying to build a brand, you're trying to build a business, there's some amazing business lessons in here. Enjoy. I don't know if you remember, but um, before we were first opening, um, I met you in Waffle House before. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah. It was like... I just came we're over and was like, hey, yeah, and then yeah. I, I just opened a gym and I just recognize you from, and it's kind of crazy is like, I, um, I, I, I'm kind of like a fan of Brother Moto, you <laughs> know what I mean? That. Which is like, um, when I used to see the t-shirts everywhere and I was like, what is Brother Moto? You know, they were <laughs> yeah. literally all over Atlanta when I lived in Midtown. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And then I went to, um, where was it? Citizen Supply. Yeah. And saw him there and like it was and it was all over the place and then when i was opening the business i was like i gotta find out how i can make something that has an impact like what you've been doing Mm. and then i was on your website so much and looking at your social media and how you did it and um you know i'm sitting here now (laughs) wearing one of the shirts i got two of the shirts (laughs) and i've never ridden a motorcycle in my life (laughs) and it's like just how did you create like was this the dream to have something like this now has it always been there or where did that yeah where did that come from yeah i i I think coming up from like uh as a graphic designer for the past 15 years or kind of like we were joking around and grew up drawing and all that but yeah um you know so when the idea of brother moto came about it wasn't just about motorcycles or coffee or anything like that it was about building a brand yeah. And I think with that idea, you know, and, and wanting to brand things well and keep everything consistent is kind of what was able to make people that never ridden before latch on to this idea or, you know, see it as a brand and not just like a space. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of kind of kind of the goal from the beginning. And it's it's it is neat seeing my designs and shirts, you know, all throughout the city or California and you know, people send pictures in other countries and stuff, and it's it's kind of cool. <laughs> d- did that dream literally start when you were, you know, drawing? Did you always yeah. want to create? What brands did you see that you were like, I want to be like? Yeah, I, and I don't think that so, like because I always I did design as a service, you know, for other people, and never quite knew how I wanted to jump into it for myself, you know. Yeah. Until made a concept for a company yeah. uh you know and took the actual leap um yes yeah, so 
I would definitely look at other companies and be like, that's cool. Uh, but it was never, I, I never quite knew where it'd take me. It's not like I had it all road mapped out. Right. <laughs> was there an underlying dream that you did want that then led to where, where this is now? Like, do you feel like, because for me it was like, I wanted to go, come to America, play in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. And that was the, the dream that got me here. Yeah. And then um, just seeing like, like we were talking about before before we started rolling was like America to me was the dream to come here and live here mm -hmm. and then it was when I got here I saw like people support your dreams yeah. people support your goals and people are open to me and like whereas where I come from it feels like a lot of people are like who do you think you are that you can go and do that was this the yeah how did the community garage yeah. happen how did that yeah stem from you wanting to create a brand or you just designing things because yeah. i mean you can feel when you come in here everything's specifically placed and it there's a yeah. feel to even in a workshop like yeah. this is not just a normal workshop <laughs> you know like a, yeah. this is not just normal garage like it, everything looks amazing even <laughs> though like it's not all brand new stuff yeah it's yeah. not it, it just has this feel to it that yeah you've, yeah i yeah i think it, you know so we kind of started, it was three of us that started Brother Moto. Uh, I was actually living in some lofts uh, right up the road. And um, I got in motorcycles when I moved to Atlanta um, and didn't really know any other people to ride with or wrench with. But I met these other two guys, Bobby and Brandon, and we all had vintage bikes. They're always breaking down. We'd always go over to whoever had the most garage space or driveway, you know, and work on our bikes. Yeah. But um, yeah, we just kind of came up with the idea of like, what if we had a shared space garage, you know, and um, you could bring your bike in and work on it. Uh, so that, that was just kind of like the basic of basic, you know, yeah. idea. It of literally what, started in a garage. Yeah, yeah. And now it's a... Yeah, and so we started like, I, I finally got like a shed, uh, that I could fit a few bikes in. And so like, you know, once a week or once a month, we'd invite some people over, you know, and work on each other's bikes and stuff. So, you know, it started very grassroots. Um, and we had the idea of like, okay, what if we threw an event, you know, for the mo motorcycle scene in Atlanta, just to see who's all out there. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause yeah, it's it, being somewhat new to the city I didn't know where to find other people, you know, same with Bobby and Brandon. Uh, so we threw like a event is it's called like brother moto presents something fun. Okay. And we had no clue what we were going to do really. Uh, yeah. we, we did, we, we thought we would build a bike, um, to give away, you know, at this event. And, um, so we threw it and had like 300 people show up from all over, you know, the city. And it was just, a super encouraging, you know, time to be like, okay, there's, there's people out here. There's something. Yeah. There's yeah. A, there's, a, there's a market. People yeah. want this. People yeah. have been looking for this. Totally. Right? And, and that's, that's kind of like you come in now and it's, you have the brand in, mm -hmm. you, people are wearing your shirts. It's, you know, it's super fucking cool, <laughs> you know? Um, but, and people looking from the outside, it'll be like, it's, it's kind of like, oh, it's obvious, you know, like mm -hmm. people look at the gym, the gym that I've created, hopefully now, and they're like, it's, it's running successfully. I don't have to be there every yeah. day. Yeah. It's, it's become a, a brand that I want to then move on to make other spaces and things like yeah. that. But what, 
what's the reality of it really day to day you know because yeah. i think from the outside like people are going to come in like, oh, yeah. oh it's a fucking cool coffee shop it's a really cool yeah. bike space and they could do that themselves mm -hmm. in their garage yeah yeah um but the reality is not always that simple yeah right? like totally yeah the reality is working my ass off uh, <laughs> and still now, yeah, working your ass off, yeah, right? Four years later, you know, still, still trying to grow the business, trying to, you know, having more employees, uh, still working some side jobs just to make myself some money, you know. And, and from the outside, people won't believe that. Oh yeah, right? they yeah, think they like, think oh, I, you making yeah, millions? Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, and that's one. Of, that's one of the biggest uh, concerns with like even social media. Like we have a big social media following, right? So they think. I'm rich, right? <laughs> but it doesn't, you know, none of that correlates with each other. You just go around riding bikes. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's all I do all day, you yeah. know. And people will be like, "Oh man, you get to hang out in the shop all day and just like be around motorcycles." It's like, no, I'm in the back office, you know, trying to think of product lines for next year. And yeah, <laughs> and work so out events. I, I, how how is that now? How hard do you still work it now? Then what is? Uh, pretty hard, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, so there was three of us. Uh, it is now just me working the operational side of mm -hmm. things and um yeah so it's it's kind of been a lot on my plate um and and just because i i have a vision to continue to grow yeah uh and open up other locations and you know move this concept um yeah in other cities so it's like how how do we systemize ties as much as possible and grow the brand at the same time and where does where does that come from you know because i think a lot of people would look at this and be like, oh, it's really cool. It's that like, yeah. like for me, I remember I wanted a gym mm -hmm. and then that happened. And then I was like, actually, I want the next thing. Yeah. Like what, yeah. I want more. <laughs> and where do you think that comes from for yeah. you? Uh, I guess it's that entrepreneurial spirit of just like, I don't know. I, it's not like I'm not satisfied with anything. Yeah. I just know that once I have X figured out, I can replicate and you know, it just continues to grow. Yeah. Um, so it, it's 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 not a drive to like even make money or anything. Yeah. It's just a drive to like it's kind of fun to be able to meet new people, be in new places, uh, you know, and grow something. Um, and what you've created here, like, what is the thing that? When are the days that it's worth it? You know, because I mean, like, like people don't see yeah. the hours that you put in. Yeah. People don't. See, when do you sit back and look and say, okay, it was worth it for that moment? Yeah. There. Or like, is it when the shop's busy or is it? Yeah, yeah. It, it's, you know, we, we have like uh, 150 members and we'll have some shop nights with them. And it's like seeing a, a guy that just moved here, doesn't know anyone, become a member. Yeah. And now he's got, you know, 80 friends yeah. uh, and people to go ride with. And... I start to see them hanging out in the that's coffee cool. shop together, yeah. you yeah. know, and it's like, that's really exciting just cause it's like, I at least facilitated this environment for them to feel comfortable, you yeah. know? Um, so that, that's one of the most rewarding. How do you, how did you make that happen? Because like, I imagine it has the same thing of the gym. Yeah. It's like, kind of like a motorbike shop has its own language yeah. probably, right? It has its intimidation factor. Yeah. Like, there's a coolness to it that yeah. maybe is intimidating. How do you break them barriers down for yeah. people to come in and like, do you force that on people? Yeah, do you not, force community or like? Not really, I, I think, and that, that was one of the biggest like misconceptions when we were trying to get open, especially with working with like local zoning 
and the neighborhood, you know, they hear motorcycle company, they're mm -hmm. thinking Hell's Angels coming mm -hmm. in. And I think just our natural personalities, uh, we like to have fun, you know, we're, we're not intimidating people. And I think kind of finding the right employees and even our members and stuff, it's like they, the people that get it are the ones that come here, um, right. you know, and, and we, yeah, we, it, it, it's, I don't know, it's kind of exciting. That, that was always a goal, and even from our uh, early writings about us, it's like we want a place for the moto curious. So like that's that. kind of yeah. saying, like, you don't need to even have a motorcycle, you right. know, but maybe you do ride, but you're still curious about other bikes and stuff, or yeah. maybe you don't ride. Um, and we've always wanted to create like a welcoming environment. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's number one for us is you'll be greeted by someone, someone will be chatting with you. Yeah. And I think that just goes down to our members and customers even. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Yeah, because I mean like for us in the gym, it was forcing people, like we have it now, everybody has to know each other mm -hmm. when you come in here, mm -hmm. right? You want to know each other's name yeah. and something about them and yeah. we make sure that happens. Because yeah. I've been to a lot of gyms where I sometimes go in and test like, okay, I've been here an hour and no one spoke to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like when I come in here and the person behind the counter is yeah. super friendly, asking yeah. you questions like, oh, where do you live? And things like yeah. that. That makes a difference. Yeah. Right? And how did you, did you make sure that was what you employed first? Because I mean, places like this could be really cool mm -hmm. and not have that, yeah, right? It totally. could be like, you go to some coffee shops where yeah. <laughs> they make a point that. not to talk to yeah. you and your coffee takes 25 yeah. minutes and totally. you know what I mean? Totally. So like, Yeah, and that was kind of one of our, uh, yeah, we we always hired the person, not their skill set mm -hmm. even. Um, so it was like, uh, I mean, one of our best employees, she didn't drink coffee, didn't have a motorcycle, <laughs> didn't, you know, like, right. uh, but she, she was just someone that you wanted to sit and talk with, yep. you know, and you could kind of tell they had that like charisma and that thing that would just work well in this environment. Yep. So, um, you know, meanwhile, there's some people that like had all the skill sets, managed these things and all this, and it's like, but they didn't have that personality. But that I just didn't want to be around yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Because totally. I have people all the time now, people we hire as coaches, and it's, um, they say to me like, but I'm not good enough as an athlete, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. I say to them like, I don't give a shit yeah, what yeah. you're like as an athlete. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not why we exist, yeah. you know? We exist for normal people to come and get the best part of that day. Mm -hmm. Totally. The best hour of their life when yeah. they come to the gym, that's what we're aiming for. Yeah. And then that's what I want to create next with the workspace mm -hmm. is a place where it's, it doesn't matter if you're the best business owner. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the personality to create something that other people want to be around? Yeah. Right. Totally. And like, cause when people talk about you, like I remember the person that connected us was like, he's a marketing genius. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. and it's like, do you ever find like, do you ever find that disrespectful in a way? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I know it's super yeah. respectful. Yeah. Yeah. But do you ever find it disrespectful in a way? Like, no, I just work really fucking hard yeah, yeah. to make this like, to call me a genius is like taking away the 10 years of work, yeah, totally. 20 years of work into what now is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it, I laugh because it's like, I definitely don't feel like that. Um, you know, it is, it's, it's thousands and thousands of failures and hours of working on other things. And, you know, and having the design background, working for other clients, doing things. It's helped. Up to now, yeah. yeah. But it's still, I mean, 
my biggest thing I always tell people that are trying to start something is it's like, just do it. Don't try to have it figured out. Yeah. Like just do it and keep fucking up over and over and over again. And like, yeah, one day something will catch on and yeah. pay off. But if you, if you're too scared to actually like put something out there cause it's not perfect or ideal, yeah. like you're just never going to do it. Right. Uh, and you'll figure it out along the way. Yeah. Like we signed the lease to this building and didn't have the money to build it out. And, but like that pressure allowed us to like, all right, we got to figure this out, you yeah. know? Um, and, and now we're open. <laughs> and what, can you talk about failures that you've had? Is there any big ones that stand out? Like that either could have broke you or yeah. you had, cause I'm, I know you had to move yeah. when you first opened, right? Yeah. How did that? Yeah. So yeah, we had our first space in East Atlanta village, uh, four years ago. And that was one we, bootstrapped by the bike I mentioned about uh, we raffled off and that gave us enough funds to like sign two months lease and build out yeah. you know the space uh, and it was kind of a marketing thing at the same time because we were giving away a motorcycle and so a but guy, then what a way to do it because now everybody feels like it's their space too yeah, right because yeah. they all had an impact on totally making that place happen yeah, right exactly That's super cool yeah and everyone got that like chance of I could have a motorcycle yep. too yeah um, yeah, so some guy got it for 20 bucks and, <laughs> you know, yeah, but you got two months of rent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too, right? Exactly. Them. That's yeah. amazing. Um, so yeah, we, we built out that space. Um, you know, it was, it was awesome. It was about just the size of this garage. Mm -hmm. Uh, we leased the space next to us. We were going to do the coffee shop aspect yeah. of it. Yeah. Um, and we got hit up by, uh, the city of Atlanta saying that we weren't zoned correctly to have a repair shop in this space. Because uh, that neighborhood only allowed two repair shops, and there's already two. And because of how outdated zoning laws were, um, we basically there was nothing that fit a DIY garage. So um, you got you got kicked out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like for some people, that might have been the end because yeah. you'd worked your asses off yeah, to yeah. get this place open. Yeah, and, and it was finally being successful right mm -hmm. you're finally probably able to pay rent yeah and yeah it was becoming a job that you've enjoyed and then it's not fair what happened so yeah. you could have been like it's not fair yeah and that was right? but, we came to our members we had like a members meeting yeah. and we told them and we we're like what do you guys want to do like is this valuable enough that you know you want to see us like try to figure out a new space and they're all like yeah and they all kept paying when we didn't have a building to work in wow. you know and um you know and would come and help uh you know build out this space and everything and it took it took a whole year to build what, out this how did space. you feel when people kept paying for to rent a space yeah that with no space <laughs> it was a, it was a really good feeling you know in a way that like I, it's hard for me one to ask for help or like to to receive from other people and so it was just it was a really honorable feeling of like oh this is something they do believe in yeah and what did you create there then do you think that people were paying for even when it wasn't there like how do you yeah i, I think just that it was bigger than the walls yeah right, of yeah the place it was the community aspect of you know like this is something we all need you know and want and um you know and they wanted that they wanted atlanta to have that kind of thing so and I and I feel like there's a lot of parallels to what we're doing at the gym mm -hmm. um, I feel like there's a lot of it's so much bigger than the four walls right yeah. it's it's a it's a family yeah is yeah. that 
Is that how you look at this? Because I mean, yeah. community's thrown around a lot now, yeah, right? Yeah, a lot totally. of places are saying they're creating community, yeah. <laughs> and it's a group of people in the same space. Yeah. That's not a that's yeah, not a community. Totally. So like, now we are even we don't use that word mm -hmm. anymore. We're like, He's no, this is family because yeah. it's more because yeah. down the street they're saying community and people don't even yeah think know each that's other's the person name. that goes to my gym. Yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, totally. we're, that's the person. That's Dave. Yeah. And Dave has three kids. Yeah. And he works at you know what I mean? Yeah, that's totally. a massive difference. And it, that's what you see here is like guys and girls you know outside of here helping each other move you know like right. doing things going out to dinner and stuff like that that they would have never known each other without the space and it's i don't know about you but it's taught me a lot mm. because we've had people like hey my ac broke yeah yeah and they post that yeah and someone's been like we have a spare room in our house. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. Some random person, like, imagine that at another gym. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, my AC bro, you can come and live with me yeah. until it's fixed. <laughs> totally. And like, for me, it was like, it made me be like, wow. And now, I, for something that like, I don't know if I would have done that at mm -hmm. first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And now I'm like, yeah, yeah okay. You can be, yeah. It shows you but, how to give. And, yeah. yeah. It teaches you about like, okay, yeah, I need to be like that. And yeah. Like, it's, it's amazing to see that people really, in a big city, Atlanta, mm -hmm. where, you know, like, when I was saying I was in London and people would walk through you. Yeah. And then I went to the gym and people knew your name yeah. and they actually gave a shit. Yeah. Taught me a lot. And then to now create that and to see what you've created here, it's, it's, it's awesome yeah. to watch. And yeah. <laughs> well, I, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so we were talking about going from failure to failure. Mm hmm um, that's been a big part of my life, I yeah. feel like. Um, what makes you not afraid to fail? Like when you said you, you opened this place and you didn't have the money to build it out, mm -hmm. how did you have the guts to just go for it? I mean, I know people yeah. were paying memberships, but yeah, still. Like, it wasn't enough to do much of anything. Yeah. Um, I, I think just kind of that like curiosity of always knowing that like, should be able to figure something out, uh, you know, especially being surrounded by enough good people um, that there's going to be someone that could jump in and help out if need be. Because I you hear know. people all the time tell me, like, I've always wanted a gym. Yeah. I've always wanted a... Yeah. I mean, I bet oh, you hear you, it all the time, all the, right? Yeah. And right. then they maybe, like, some people even show me a business plan. Mm-hmm. But I need two hundred thousand yeah, dollars. And yeah. I'm like, who the fuck is gonna give yeah. me two hundred thousand dollars? <laughs> yeah. You don't have any like yeah. you better start off with for you like yeah. start off with community. one t shirt. No, yeah, totally, totally. Right? You start off with one bite. Mm -hmm. But start, right? Yeah. Like make a start. Like yeah. we started off with one podcast episode. Yeah. But like Yeah. And hey, you'll never get to X yeah. if you don't start here. And we fucked the first one up. Yeah. But because we messed up the first one. Yeah. The second one is going to be better. Totally. And then the third one's going to be better. Totally. Like, and totally. Is that? Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's definitely it. And I've, even in like the design world and stuff, I'd always tell people that it's like just getting it out there, doing it consistently. Cause that's something I see all the time is someone starts something and two weeks later they're done. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I, I think I've had the drive in myself to like, I'll start something and four years later, I'm still doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, which can be bad at times, but it's, uh, um, you know, it's, it's just that consistency of doing it, even when no one's listening. And I yeah. think that's what's wrong with like our age right now and social media and everything is like people get discouraged 
immediately because they don't have the followers. You know, you may not have viewers for right. two years, but yep. it's like you keep it up for 10 years and you can be the top. And you might have something yeah. in yeah. 10 years time. Yeah. And it's like, I think I learned that through basketball mm-hmm. was to, to be a professional, you need 10,000 hours or 10 years. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I was like, I started really when I was 18. Yeah. So when I got to 26 and I still wasn't anybody, yeah. I was like, well, I still need to give it four years yeah. to see if I could be. Yeah. And then once I've got to 10 years, now I can say, all right, now it's time to decide, am I yeah. good enough or not? How, how, do, how do we help people get that patience, do you think? Is it, <laughs> I think is some it people just don't have it. Okay. You know, I, yeah. I think some people just like, they don't, they're either too analytical or like, they just don't have it, you yeah. know? but doesn't mean they don't have a space or a place right. and I think yeah. there's the people with the entrepreneurial spirit and then there's the people there that are there to surround them you know yeah. and help them with those day-to-days or support um, yeah. and that, that's something I've always like told people too that want to start something but you can kind of tell they don't have that that drive is like but you could support someone mm-hmm. like you could, you don't have to do your own thing. You could, you could help someone else do their thing. Right. And that's just There's a place. Yeah. For you. And that's just as like important, yeah. you know, cause the, now it's becoming cool, right. To be an entrepreneur. Oh yeah. And to open Everyone a wants to, I mean, I have get, a brand. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I get three emails a week, probably about, I want to start one of these in my city, yep. you know? And, yep. um, I, I always try to give advice cause like, that was me four years ago reaching out to people. So it's like, I always want to try to give back, you the, know, I the think concepts. The, the difficult thing for me when you, when somebody asks you for that is like your real advice that you want to give might not sink in. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah. when you say like, well, start with one t-shirt and yeah. they're like, no, 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 but you don't yeah. understand. Yeah. Like, but no, I have I this whole understand. vision. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you have to do this first yeah. to then be successful. And that's usually my thing is like find a couple buddies and get a small space together. Yeah. Um, you know, but the thing I usually don't say, which I feel like has been the success part, is like I, we've always viewed ourselves as a brand. Okay. You know, it's like, and yeah. most people, most of these DIY garages and stuff are started by a mechanic that likes to work on motorcycles. Right. And it's like, I'm not a mechanic. I love working on motorcycles, but we wanted to brand something. And you know, and you had, start from there. You had that different way of looking at a bike yeah. shop from the start. It wasn't like I just really love bikes. Yeah. It was like I love bikes. Yeah. But I love yeah building, building some brand totally a lot more than that. And then that's why it's become what it is now. Yeah. 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 And I think that's interesting for me is because like I love fitness, mm-hmm. but it's not that there's only one way to do it, mm-hmm. right? It's like there's many ways to do yeah. it. Let's find the way that works for the most people. Yeah. Or, so yeah, it's really interesting to see that yeah. evolve. Yeah. Um, so like what, would you say the biggest times in your career would have been the times when you've taken a massive leap into something and been like, we'll figure it out? Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think that's, you never quite grow unless you have that tension. Yeah. Um, you know, if I, if I came as a trust fund baby and just like I, I, this probably wouldn't still be a company because I wouldn't, I wouldn't be growing as a person, you know, and trying to push the company. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, I think kind of those those hard struggles, um, you know, really kind of pushed the brand, pushed myself to how how do we continue making things better? Um, yeah, that's awesome, man. And I, I, I mean, I can't wait to see what's what's next. <laughs> but like you said, like. When you, um, 
when you have that work ethic and you like you said you're here and by the time it gets to Thursday yeah. you're getting a little bit tired yeah. and like it's how do you see yourself like what are you learning to kind of pull yourself back from that do yeah you, are you doing that now yeah you're talking about like you give yourself thursday to go and work on the bikes yeah and things like that like, yeah I, i've had to like schedule time to like get back into working on bikes because i honestly didn't do that for about a year mm -hmm. uh, when we were building out the space and stuff and yeah. it's like i started this motorcycle thing and not even working on motorcycles so yeah you know giving myself opportunities to do that i'm also just uh i got into running like a year ago and just being healthy and fit yeah. and stuff and like that's just been the biggest uh way for myself to debrief and probably burn off all the coffee that i drink nice <laughs> yeah but uh yeah it's you know just finding those little things that like pull me away from the company but recharge me you know running i'm still spinning my gears and yeah. thinking of ideas because there stuff. is that time when you have to be all in right yeah. like yeah. the company comes first because i gotta pay rent yeah but then as soon as you get past that then it's like recognizing that you have to now pull yourself mm -hmm. back a little bit and be like, for this to grow, I have to take care of me yeah, too. Totally. And like for me, that's, I know I have to work out. I yeah. know I have to do all these other things yeah. to then be the best version of that yeah, to totally. make it go. Yeah. And I, and I think what's helped that is like, I've always kind of done everything myself. You know, it's like, I can be good at anything if I put my mind to it, but now I just want to be a good boss, business owner, so how do I find the people that can fit those, yeah. you know, other roles, uh, which allows me to step away, you know, even more, um, which stepping away sounds bad, but it's like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, I, you need. So to, I, you know. I hired a business coach right away mm -hmm. when I opened. And for me, that helped me avoid so many pitfalls oh, that yeah. I would have gone down. Yeah. And now right from the start, this company was like, you have to start firing yourself. You yeah. have to become the CEO. Yeah. And for us workers mm -hmm. that just know hard work yeah you kind of feel like that's not the right thing yeah. to do but then you see every time you step out of a role and give it to somebody else yeah the business grows yeah totally. every time you step back give it, the business yeah. keeps growing because like, they're able to just focus on that one thing where you're focusing on 10 things you but know? i think one thing i worry about is people hearing that and thinking they do that from the start you yeah. know what i mean but you have to build the you need this first, right? Yeah, and yeah. then you add somebody yeah. else, and then you. Well, and you also get the understanding of each of those uh, departments, you know, or or, yeah. or roles, uh, which is really important too. What would you say is the number one thing? And I think this is the one thing that I want to know from you is what what did you do different to create that brand, and then business or was it were they both together at the same time or was it like i know that we need to i feel like when i see what you did you you were always thinking end game mm -hmm. not yeah. the start right like it was like you could see further ahead yeah yeah i that's cool that it looks that way <laughs> yeah um i i think that's just yeah because you had nothing and there was a brand yeah right like yeah. you didn't even have a space and there yeah. was a brand yeah some people have five businesses and there's no brand yeah you know what i mean yeah. like how did you you were like I, you had something there that there was yeah. even i think i think just coming from the design background yeah. of like i could think of the whole concept of what this was going to be mm -hmm. and i was able to encompass that in the brand from the beginning you yeah. know um and from the products and everything that yeah, I, I guess, I mean, it, it's kind of just 
me in a way, you know, like I, it's, brother's been a way for me to be able to like experiment and have fun um, and just, it's kind of, I do a lot of things I would never tell another company to do, you know, like right. I'm, I feel like I'm not very consistent as far as like even our logo types and, and typography and stuff like that, but, yeah. um, but I just kind of do what feels right in the moment, yeah. you know, with as long as it encompasses everything else. Yeah. Um, so I, I break all my own rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like you said, you wouldn't tell it. Like, there's a lot of things that I do that I'm like, I don't know if this is the best thing for yeah. the business, but I see where it would go. Like, yeah. making sure that you have, you maybe spend more on t-shirts. Yeah. You maybe have more, like, we, we pay for sport teams. Mm -hmm. And like, Technically, it doesn't make money sense yeah. to do that, but I know that it is bigger than that for the yeah. community because it allows yeah. people to have different sports. And it's like, it's not necessarily the best business decision, but is it in 10 yeah. years time? Yeah. And like the way I try and think about my business is like, I want it to be here for 10 years. I mm -hmm. maybe leave some money on the table now. Yeah. Do you yeah. think like that too, yeah. or is it? Yeah, definitely. And you know, that, that's kind of even going back to investing in the right employees and people, you know, like, hired like a shop manager uh, and maybe you can't afford it. I, right now. I can't afford it, you yeah. know, but it's like, I know I can't be here all the time yeah. and I need someone that encompasses that, yeah. you know? Um, so it's, it's hopefully in two years it pays off, yeah. you know? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's finding those little, little areas that you can invest in. And that, that was a product instead of doing, you know, the cheapest, whatever, it's like we try to do something nice mm -hmm. and something, you know, we would actually want to wear. I think this is actually one of the first shirts that we ever oh, really? did. It's, yeah. So it's like five years old. And, okay. Um, wow. You know, it's still like one of my favorites. But, yeah. And um, there's a different, like, there is a different quality yeah. to these shirts. Yeah. Like, this is mm -hmm. one of my favorite shirts yeah. to wear. You know <laughs> what I mean? And honestly, like, when I'm doing my shirts, I think of like how you guys have done it. And I'm like, I want it to be yeah, bigger yeah. than just a t-shirt to yeah. people and like mean something to them. So it's really cool yeah. just to get to chat with you a little bit. And hopefully, you know, like I'd love to be able to ask your advice and yeah. like just that. Yeah. I always find it so funny because it's like, I don't know what I'm doing half the time, you know, right. and it's like there's, but you've you know, just done it yeah and it worked yeah and what didn't work yeah you, you just, threw out and yeah yeah people don't see the things that didn't work right you now <laughs> exactly <laughs> or, yeah. they, or they just laugh at it but um, <laughs> there's awesome. plenty of things that didn't work but well yeah. cool man i'd love yeah. to chat with you again sometime yeah. and i can't wait to see like where do you see it going in the next few years and like, uh, i i am currently looking at other spaces okay. uh in other cities which, in other cities yeah nice. yeah so you know and just kind of the goal with that is just encompass whatever that city is, yeah. you know, it doesn't have to be coffee and, uh, might be a bar and motorcycles and, and you just you know, kind of fucking go for yeah, it again yeah, right? and see yeah, what happens. Yeah, so, yeah. See what happens and just growing the, the product line and stuff okay. as well. So cool. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so <laughs> well, much. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I hope we can go back for a part two sometime. Thank you so much to Jared for taking the time. He is way too cool for me. Uh, if you want to see inside Brother Moto, then go to my YouTube channel, at Ann Oxley, and you'll get to see the intro that me and my boy Lucas shot. Well, he did all the work, and it's beautiful. You get to see the inside. And also, there's a lot of other content there if you like to watch videos and stuff like that. Please leave me some reviews. Please be kind. Please hit five stars, because this is a lot of work. Um, we're working our asses off to try and make this happen, try and learn some lessons, try and provide you some value. So if you get any value from this, if you learned one fucking thing, 
then please let me know. And uh, I can't wait to share more of these episodes with you. And I'm learning more every single time. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next time.